Good evening, everyone. Mike Hartman here, and tonight we are here with uh, Ghost Chick Angel, and we also have straight out of the asylum, Tara escaped. <laughs> she shed her her, uh, her her straight jacket. She mm -hmm. jumped out the van, ran down I-77 <laughs> half naked, and she made it to the show tonight. So I did. We're, we're, we're happy to have her here. And I said I was going to let her take the lead tonight, which That's is a scary thought. Left behind so my purple glitter straight jacket. There you go. Mm -hmm. so I'm going to shut the hell up, and I'll be jumping in here from time to time. All right. Tara, you're at the helm. Okay. Hey, Angel. Hi, Tara. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. I know. It was last time. It was, oh, when we did the ghost thing. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Well, you at the Nomad building. Yeah. Can we see Ed is behind you? Yeah, he's back there. Wait, 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 wait. What the hell yeah. is Ed? Because I've heard this name. Ed is that table behind Angel. Ed is the actual table. Yes. Okay. That ain't bad. Nothing scary about a table. That ain't bad. There's my lighter. I'm getting a little pissed off. So Ed is the table. Correct. And Ed is haunted. Yes, Ed is haunted. He's not haunted. He's he's he has an attachment. He's an attachment. There's a difference. It's a huge okay. difference between haunted and attachments. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, I just seen Ed, and I thought that's the first time I've ever visually seen Ed. I had to get it in my head. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ed's awesome. Ed is awesome. I love Ed so much. He loves you too. He loves you. He made me so happy that he was happy when he was spinning around on the table like he was doing with that cup. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> yep. He's such a good guy. You have to you have to see it. You have to see it to appreciate it, Mike. Mm-hmm. Shit was spinning. Um, wait, wait, wait. Ohio Paranormal Conference. I take him everywhere with Shit spins around on the table and moves. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. fuck yeah. that. F oh, hell no. No, 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 no. Nothing moving by itself. And he took the table for it. Uh-huh. Ed has gotten a lot stronger since the last time you've seen him yeah i took him with me to um a warehouse people were having problems with it and i went and saged and cleansed it like a month prior and it didn't help so i went out there with ed and we found the entity that was floating around in the building and he talked to it <laughs> which was really crazy creepy um he was like screaming over the sp7 over the spirit box he was telling it leave 
in his grumpy old man voice. And he was telling it, get out. And he actually flipped on his side. Like totally like on his side. And was like protecting me from the thing coming towards me. It was oh so fucking wild. So cool. Oh my gosh. So yeah, he's got, he's got bad mad skills now. I'm The more I do with him, the stronger he gets. He's just feeding off of more and more energy from me. So, yeah, he's he's pretty awesome lately. <laughs> That's awesome. Mike, no, you that, ain't, that ain't awesome. There's nothing awesome about a table moving on its own. But it's so oh, cool yeah, when, like, <laughs> I'm head at in uh, Reynoldsville is where I met Ed. Um, and then I got to, um, really see what he could do, uh, last month when I went to the warehouse and had the tour with Angel and he could tip the table and, um, the cup on the table, he squished it around and, but like, I got to hear him on the spirit box. So I got to hear what he like really sounded like. And it's a really cool feeling. It's not scary. Now, Awesome is a 32 Ford with a 383 stroker motor. A table that moves, not in my awesome category. No. 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 He's awesome. No. Mike needs a Robert the Doll replica. No, that's this bitch. Oh, that that's one? the headless motherfucker. That's the headless one you told yeah. me about. Just so you know. Okay. So just so you know, I glued her head on. Do you see all the glue in there? Yeah. I glued, I glued her head on and she was good and snug and tight. And right before we started this, this head come flying off and landed in my lap. <laughs> Why did she do that? I don't know. She's just been being a bitch lately. <laughs> she doesn't, doesn't. Did she talk to you? No, she she just giggles in this really strange, nasty voice. Ain't nothing needs the giggle. Ain't nothing needs to lose its head. There's something wrong with both of you. Listen, I think it's for so. Cool. Did you no. I what if Bigfoot did that? What if you were in the woods and a Bigfoot's head just fell off and rolled at your feet? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's really kind of gross. Because I can't answer that question. The only thing I see in my head is Jeepers Creepers 2 where that thing pulls the kid's head off in the school bus and his headless arms are flopping around as he's walking down the aisle of the bus. That's the shit that pops yeah. in my head. Uh -oh. No. No. Oh, no headless nothing. No. No headless nothing. Hello? Are you going to put your head on and see if she'll pop it off? Well, I'm going to try. No. Yes. No. Yes. 
I gave you control of the show, so I'll just sit here and shut the hell up. This but, is what we're talking about, paranormal stuff. Yeah, you're we, about to get muted. Do you know how great that'll be to see it on screen? Like, we catch it. We caught yeah, it. Right. All right. On our podcast. Are you looking at your screen? You see the mute sign come up? There you go. You done. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I'm joking. That was a dick move, but it was funny. But no, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what's the song? Well, see, somebody gave me her because they were freaking her out. They were freaking. She was freaking them out. Wonder why? Everybody's haunted. Here, half a dollar throws her head at you. That Give it to you. Or a haunted. Yeah. Here, your grandkids will love this. This doll is interactive. It throws body no, parts at why, you. No, that's why she lives out in the shed. I don't allow her in the house because I don't know what she would do to anybody. Wait, what the fuck? Mike's getting Nikki, I'm going to kill you. Nikki, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. All right, hang on. Let me see if I can highlight it. This is from Nikki. I'm going to kill her. Who's standing next to Mike? Serious question. Or am I the only one? You must be the only one because I can't see him. I can't. Oh, I can't read it. There's a bar in the way. So who's the guy standing next? to Mike. Serious question or am I the only one that sees him? Oh. That was from Nikki. And my dumb ass looked over my shoulder. Both of them. Why didn't <laughs> Well, you should go somewhere. It's a good hey, let's move that up here. Yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to um, let's move that. the three of us. Can I shrink that? No, really good. There, I'll put it over me. That way the comments will show up down there. Because terrible <coughs> mad skills, too. I yeah. was hearing stuff. She's very intuitive, as I like to call it. Very intuitive. Um, yeah, so we need to do well, that sometime. I, you know I guess really I do know a prison right near you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I do know about flying body parts with my teeth, but <laughs> that's a whole different scenario. I'm not used to my teeth, Angel. And I was driving down the road and I sneezed, and the damn things took off across the pickup truck. <laughs> so they just flew out of my face and went toward the floorboard. Yeah. Just don't do like my dad. Don't put it on the air cleaner under the truck. Take the old lady to work for two days and go, where's my teeth? And go, oh, shit. Pop the hood of the truck and there they are on the air cleaner's tail. Wearing a long brown trench Nikki, coat. Nikki, I'm going to kill you. He's about 5'7", five, 5'9", five, skinny, smoking a pipe and wearing a long brown trench coat. 
Well, no, so no. she literally just described that was Nikki. She literally just described Jack the Ripper standing beside me. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah, Look to either side and see if I see him. No, I'm not moving anywhere. I'm gonna turn my. I'm gonna. I can hide myself from this stream. Well, if you don't <laughs> and turn it around. LMFAO. It's not Jack the Ripper. How do you know? How do you know? If ghosts can throw their heads off, obviously they can cross the ocean. Hey, they can do all kinds of crazy stuff. My sister maybe, and I just had a discussion about that. Yeah, um, we maybe were talking about the house that um Jack built mm -hmm. um bought and then tore down because he said it was a portal to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um I saw, head on. I've seen some documentaries about that house and then a couple of shows that were able to ghost haunt in it. But, um, but yeah, that was some crazy stuff that happened to people. Those people. Yeah. I mean, but it's no crazier than what happened to the people in the conjuring house in, in Connecticut. You know what I yeah, mean? Very true. Like for some reason, I think, some of them houses like that, they just like my sister asked me, Do you really think it's a portal to hell? And I'm like, I don't know if it's so much like a portal to hell as um, sometimes the land itself, yeah, for some reason it attracts that kind of energy, so it's more or less like a, a meeting place for evil, like, not to call it a portal to hell, you know what I mean. It yeah. just attracts that kind of energy, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you look through the history books about the land, I mean, that's what I like to do. I like to find out why, you know, mm -hmm. what's the why behind this haunting. Exactly. That's I think how, it's very important. Yeah. And like I told my sister, you have to kind of like love history to love ghost hunting because it's all one big historical puzzle a lot of times mm -hmm. it really is yeah because you never know what's going on in this is you know prior to this person moving in mm -hmm. you know like i grew up in a haunted house it yeah. was the first house built in that community so there was a lot of old memories that were attached to that house mm -hmm. and when you went back to the history books and you Found out about these people. I mean, it literally just—it really, it really drew out the whole entire story for for the house. You know, all these this family it was a big family, and then it told about this little girl that died in there because this was the cool part. Um, they were having a funeral for her grandmother, and they were making a cake. And back then, they used to use the old tin in cans well mm -hmm. she was licking the lid for the for the milk that was inside the can and cut her tongue and ended up with blood poisoning and died like two weeks later in that house that little girl would run through that house and fucking giggle like this 
like that. And it was the creepiest shit you ever heard. I mean, and she was really, really fast and long brown hair. Mm -hmm. And I described it to my mom and my mom was like, well, you're nuts. Well, then when I found out like the history of the place, there was a picture of her with her mom and dad. Oh my. Before she died. Oh. And it was the little girl. And I'm like, see, I told you. I told you she was here. So oh. yeah. And she was buried in the backyard. Wow. Did you know yeah. she was buried in the backyard before you saw her? I had no clue. I had no clue she was there, but then we found out where she was buried. And there was this patch of like random violets that always grew there. Like my dad would like cut them over, mow them down. And then a couple of days later, they'd be there again. They're still there. What age do I have paranormal experiences? Um, my earliest one was that I can remember. It happened because I would climb out of my bed and I. You froze. There you go. And they would know like five minutes later, the phone was going to ring. And it was always bad news. But the earliest one I can remember is when we moved into that house and I was five. And that man came out of the closet and looked at me and freaked me out. And I refused to like sleep in that room. And of course, I got a bunch of lickings all the time because I wouldn't sleep in there. Aww. But then I got used to them. But yeah, when somebody comes out of a closet and looks at you, nobody else can see them, you know, mm -hmm. it, yeah. it tends to, you know, freak you out whenever you're a little kid. And mm -hmm. nobody would believe me. That was the whole thing. You know, nobody ever believed me. Yeah. That's why I love this stuff now because before I used to be weirdo and now I'm like, I sit at the cool kids' table. Yes. So. It's okay to be weird nowadays. Yes, it is. Yep. Mike, what's going through your head? Pete, first of all, I don't want nobody popping out of closets. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I want a big, hairy monster coming through the woods, threatening to rip my head off because I can see it, feel it, touch it, taste it, smell it, lick it, poke it in the eyeball, tickle its giblets, whatever. I, I can, it's, it's a real thing. I mean, not that ghosts aren't real, but I mean, it's um, something I can touch. No, no, nothing jumping out of closets, no. No, no, no. Nothing losing its head. No. No, no, no. 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 Come on. Happened at no. the warehouse. There was um there was a light that kept lighting up next to me. It they were Angel had trip lights out and there was this one light that just kept lighting up next to me and it was like interacting with me. And then there was another one that played the radio for me. I was talking to and it would play the radio like the radio like it would play a song i don't remember what song it was but it played a song and it was pretty damn cool you know how fun that is that's so awesome now i'll tell you what's fun bigfoot screaming bloody murder in the middle of the night 
because it's tangible. It's something I can touch, taste, feel, bite it on the nose. Something, no, no, no. A radio that changes it just starts playing by it. No, no. It was responding to me. Like I was interacting with yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I like to interact with? I like it when I take a fishing rod and I put a lure on the end and I hook a fish by its face and I pull it out of the pond. Mm -hmm. That's my jam right there. That's I, I can yeah. live with it. I can deal with ghost fish because then I can catch them twice. But yeah. I love the fish too, but I mean, this is, I, I, I love this shit. And first of all, you mentioned The Conjuring. Was that shit real? Because I seen that movie and that was some spooky shit. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is very real. I've been to The Conjuring house. The Why? Because I can. <laughs> There's something wrong that with you. Feeling that comes. The, the feeling that comes out of there is such a dreadful, sickening feeling. If you get that feeling and you're investigating somewhere, that I hate that feeling. There's some really bad, evil shit floating around in places. And it's hard to explain that feeling until you can feel that kind of stuff. I bet you can feel it, can't you, Tara? Oh, yeah. I can walk in. Like, I won't get out of my vehicle in cemeteries. Um, My family wanted to go see some graves and i wouldn't get out because i just feel like something is there and it's going to attach to me and it creeps me out oh i fucking love a cemetery that's my favorite place to hang out yeah it's interesting shane spencer took me to a haunted cemetery because it was the parking area to go into the bigfoot area and it was later i found out that it was haunted and I did not like that. Now, I will say this. When I went to see where Stonewall Jackson was buried, I love Civil War history. I know everything about Stonewall. And he's not in his original grave. They moved him. And the guy who wrote his autobiography yeah. is actually in his original grave. But people will throw lemons over the fence. And I did leave him a lemon. But I didn't want him to pop out and do a full-blown bayonet charge on me either. I just threw him a lemon and call it good. I mean, that that, that was well, it. Then, I, yeah. He so didn't then if I would tell you, um, <laughs> if I would tell you, let us go and rest beneath the tree or the tree, you'd understand where I'm going with that. <laughs> <coughs> I was just watching. That's another thing. And they were saying something about um, Bigfoots being around cemeteries, some of the sightings of Bigfoots around cemeteries. Yeah. And in um, sorrowful sites, is what someone said. I can't remember. I was watching it on YouTube. So I'm wondering about hanging out around cemeteries now. I'm telling you, I, I do want to hear a really cool unique thing I got from a cemetery. 
Yeah, I want to hear it, Angel. Okay. What I. Come on, get off of mute. Do it again. Here it comes. Listen, real close. Did you hear that? Yeah. First, you first you hear me saying to my to my husband, I'm like, is something getting you? Because I looked behind him and it looked like somebody was standing like right over his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I had my voice recorder in my hand. And right after that, you hear, hear a whisper go, I can't move. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hear that until I got back home and I put it on my computer and I was going through it. And I was like, oh, damn, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, he can't move. Can't move. Hmm. I can't. Well, I guess you can't because you're dead. But yeah. yeah, that was caught in a cemetery right up the road from us. Strong. Hmm? What? What's wrong? Um, my favorite Bigfoot area is by like a shit ton of cemeteries, and now I don't want to go there. Ever. I'm done. That place is off limits. <laughs> You're on <laughs> done. I will never go there again. Shane Spencer, burn that map. I'll just go with you and make sure nothing gets you. No, I don't want to know if there's anything there because I'll never be there again anyways. So, no, I'm done with that area. Nope. Nope. I'm done with that area. It's called it's called Fry Cemetery, Nikki. It's in the middle of Indiana County, in the middle of nowhere. Good place for it. <laughs> it's a really it's a really cool place. I love to go there. I go there all the time. Is it anywhere near Bill's conference? No. Good. Then the Bill's still on. I'll still MC it for you. <laughs> Hey, I'm bringing Ed. I'm bringing Lucy with me, too. No. <laughs> no. Your backpack. You can take no. I got a Bigfoot. No, no. Okay, that's good. That, that, okay, no. I'm sorry. I got a Bigfoot on my backpack, and if he ever loses his head, my Groot lost his, my little tree guy lost his head, now that I think about it. Son of a bitch, I was in my toolbox. Angel, with Lucy, is she an attachment or haunted? Is Lucy an attachment or is she haunted? Um, I think she's an attachment, but like I said, she won't. She don't talk a lot. She just throws her head around. 
when she does talk, it's like a little girl's voice. Yeah. And I catch on on the spirit box and stuff. Because I can't hear I can't hear them. I can't hear the dead turned it off when I was little and I can't turn it back on. I can only hear them if they're very, very persistent. Mm -hmm. And then it's then I can hear them. Like the the one at um oh where was I at? The Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. That one. Oh, where Terry escaped from. Yeah. That one was fun. Um, well, kind of. I mean, that one I found all kinds of cool shit at. But the crazy lady that decided she was going to attack herself to me and hang on me sang London Bridge is Falling Down in my head for like an hour. I had a hard time getting rid of her. Wow. And then and then something grabbed me and threw me on the on the ground right in front of everybody that was with me. I mean, I'm standing there and all of a sudden and I just ate shit in front of everybody. But I mean, if it just felt like somebody came up behind me and pushed me with both their hands as hard as they could right at my back. I mean, I was like down. I was like down like big time. Oh my gosh. I was like, like what's that? I hate when they do that. <laughs> That's not cool. I got a question. Yeah, they can get pretty what? <laughs> you keep, uh, Derek keeps asking is, uh, with certain things, is it an attachment or a haunting? What's the difference? Because either way, to me, it's haunted. What's the difference? <laughs> okay, so an attachment. An attachment is um, say somebody somebody dies, okay? Say you die, Mike, and you really, really love this piece of equipment that you have. All right. And when you die, you can astral project your soul into that piece of equipment. So okay. it's stuck there forever. Kind of like Ed. He projected himself into the table. That was his table. You know? If you look at him, right, Tara, you can see like his cigarette burn. So right around this table. See where his elbow sat on this table. And all okay. he he did was sit there and chain smoke the whole time. So he was so personally attached to this table, like it meant something to him when he died. That's where he went. That was his happy place. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's an attachment. Haunting is places are places and things can be haunted because spirits can come and go. They don't have to stay in one area. They really don't. They can just move in and move up. That's that's <coughs> less a haunting. Okay. But if you have something that's permanently stuck there, that's more of an attachment. Okay. Unless it's a person, then that's a possession. So like Mansfield Reformatory, people felt they was going to die there, so they just never leave there. Yeah. Okay. The, those kind of places, like those are my favorite places to go, are old asylums, um, old prisons. The one prison I was at, they were like, you need to go to whatever cell you want to go to. So I did. I went to this cell and I sat in there and I was like, okay. And they were like, okay, cell number nine. And I was like, me? Like, who's me? I was like, angel. And they're like, why did we not know this? Well, I know what I'm doing. It was this 
to a serial killer, okay? He had killed like 14 women. He sexually assaulted them and would kill them, chop them up in little pieces, leave them wherever. Um, of course, that's the cell I was drugged to. <laughs> so I'm sitting in there and I can just feel this creepiness like all up in my neck. And it felt like somebody felt like breathing on my neck. And then Ugh. I was like, all right. I'm like, you're getting too handsy, you're too close to me. I'm like, you need to back off. You know, you don't have permission to touch me or anything like that. I'm just here to visit. I'm here to find out your story. You know, get off me. So when I came out, the people who were with me were like, oh, Angel, what in the hell are you doing? I looked down and my shirt was pulled the whole way up over my boobs. My bra's out. He's trying to let the dogs out. And I never even felt him lift up my shirt. I never felt it. I had Damn. my vest over top of my paranormal equipment. So I think it would better, you know, I would have felt that, but I did it. I mean, my shirt was the whole way up, like past. And I was like, whoa. So I pulled oh, it down and went on with the rest of the Yeah. Damn. I just figured out what I'm doing when I die, though. <laughs> I will be attaching myself to Katy Perry's lingerie. There, that—that's what I'm doing when I die. I know where I'm going now. I know where I'm going. Katy Perry, here I come. I'll live my afterlife happily. Oh, I full intention. I'm staying. I'm gonna haunt the crap out of people. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna really? excellent advisor. <laughs> so um, what makes someone get stuck behind? I you know, I don't know. That's why I do this. Because okay. that's my question all the time. Why are you still here? Why gotcha. do you want to be here? I mean show. And that's like one of our main questions we ask. Why are you still here? People like to say, well, they have unfinished business. Well, quite frankly, I don't give a shit if I forgot stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what kind of unfinished business could you really have? You, mm -hmm. you forgot to turn off the iron? You forgot to pay a bill? Guess what? I don't care about that. But another thing is, is I think some people are so scared of that the finalness of dying that you don't, you don't know. Is there something on the other side? You know? Mm -hmm. Where are you yeah, going? Sure. What what happens to you when you die? You know? You just, is your candle just out? Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? If there is hell, I don't want to go to hell. So I'm just going to hang out here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think maybe sometimes that's why, why they're here. That's the only thing I can explain. Because they never gotcha. really tell me. Yeah. And then, like, another thing. Like, I lived in Gettysburg for three years. I was a historical guide. I worked at one of the most haunted inns in there. Um, I worked at the Farnsworth House. And if you know the story about Gettysburg... 50,000 dead, wounded, died, 
you know, missing. Those guys were fighting for something they truly believed in, like their heart and soul. Like, yes. either, you know, whether they were from the North or the South, they both believed wholeheartedly in the reason why they were there. And when they were fighting like that, I mean, one minute they're running across Pickett's charge, bayonets out, screaming their heads off, and they're going to kill themselves with a Yankee, and then all of a sudden, bam, lights out. What if they don't know they're dead? Oh, the why does it keep coming back they there? Don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. What if they don't know? Yeah. No, they keep hearing yeah. that same thing over and over and over again. That's that residual haunting you get. That's that residual spirit that does the same shit every night at the same time. And they have a ton of that there at Gettysburg. But I loved it. The intelligence haunting. That's the ones I go after. That's the ones that I change. The ones that are going to lift up my shirt, throw me on the ground, push me down the stairs, you know, move their table, talk to me. Oh no, she froze. Yep, she froze. Hang on a minute. She'll come back here a second. Must be well. She's in Pennsylvania. All you Pennsylvania people freeze. I don't freeze very often. You don't very often, but you're up north. Yeah, I guess that has. I don't know if that has anything. Oh no! Oh, oh. she might be leaving and coming back in. Oh shit! I gotta do this again then. Uh, wait for her to come back. Demonic haunting, and some don't. I think it depends on um what people how um I don't want to say gullible, but how easily some people can be sucked into that. I think like. I think the weaker people um, are more apt to get demonic um, just because the demons know that they're, they're weak. And so that's what I think about that one. Oh, wait. I hear someone. Yeah, I thought I heard her, but I don't see her. Guest. It's not showing her, because now I know how to scroll. I know nothing of the paranormal world. I am completely a blind, oblivious. And that sucks for me because it's Squatch TV and a paranormal podcast. So I need to start learning about it, probably. So you go but hang out in the cemetery together. 
I'm here, okay. So let me scroll and find her. Where did I go? I don't know where you went. Well, come on. Let's not start this again. There we go. Now, it should let me... Oops, she must have disappeared again because all I got was an instant message that said, Motherfucker. <laughs> so, she must have... <laughs> nope, I'm here again. Okay, let me see if I can find her. Come on. Oh, I'm sure, Nikki. I know it's all the things you've been through. It definitely would change your perspective. Come on. Come on. She's still here? Nope, I'm here again. Okay, so now why isn't this thing scrolling? I was all excited. So is she gone again? Still can see and hear you, so it should let me... Not scrolling again. Daddy. <laughs> Wait a second. Hang on, Angel. I'm getting to you. There we go. There you are. <laughs> it took me a second. This thing's slow. I'm going to have to upgrade my computer. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Stepped out to shake a rug outside and poof, Angel is gone. Patty, I tell you what. She's a trip. Angel's back though, Patty. Don't worry. Um, oh my God. So Angel, uh, Nikki asked, why do you think that some people experience a demonic haunting and some don't? Okay, so demons. Let's talk about demons. I have a certificate in demonology. I've studied demonology pretty pretty intensely, actually. Um, so, first of all, demons are not like everywhere like everybody thinks. Like everybody's like, oh, that's a demon. You know, I say that all the time. Quite frankly, the true demons don't really give a rat's ass about us. Okay. They send their little minion demons, their little, their little fake ass, little followers. Um, the people that experience the negative entities and the nasty, um, sometimes there's something that happened to you that just made this made you bad inside. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say this, but I hurt somebody's feelings. But 
But like my dad used to say, if you play with a goat long enough, he starts to sound like one. Mm-hmm. You know? That's why I say, life's rule number one. Don't be a poop bubble. Your poop bubble, you're going to be a magnet for the evil, the nasty, and the deranged. You just really are. Um, you're going to be an asshole match. So sociopath, psychopath. Yeah. Are very, very picky with the people that they choose. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're going to pick a person who can actually do something for them. They are opportunists. They're like vultures. They really are. You know, they want the best pieces of meat. They want the back straps. They don't want. They don't want the the glue that keeps people's toes together. I want the good shit. So, if you're an important person, you're more adapted, you know, you're more apt to to pick up something, you know, even worse. Um, really, um, religious people are that's, they just throw around demon like, like it's tic-tac sometimes it's just you know, an asshole entity, really. But demons are a lot harder to come by than people think they are, or they really are. Hmm. Okay, now, there, there are evil, there are very evil spirits out there. They're they're nasty spirits out there. What's your question, Mike? So, like. Someone gets possessed and a Catholic priest does an exorcism and they cast that thing out. Where does it go? Yeah. Where does it go? It goes back to where it came from. It, it can't to go to another it person? It can. It can it most definitely just skip right into the next person in the next room. Okay. It can even actually... Um, they will attach themselves to animals for a short time. Animals are harder for um, demons to in, though. I don't know the reason behind that, but they can use an animal for a short period of time until they find the next human host. Hmm. Wow. That explains my chihuahua. <laughs> I get it. All chihuahuas are now, Romeo. They're minions, okay. all of them. I understand you now, dog. <laughs> you little demon possessed mother. I get you. I, he's going to so a priest. If you, if you follow, um, like the Warrens, you yeah. know, they're when they went and they cast out an evil entity out of this one boy. You actually have to give them permission to enter you. That's the whole thing that people don't understand. You have to ask for that. You know, like if you would just give me a million dollars, you can have my soul or don't do that to them. Do that to me kind of deal. If you give something permission to do that to you, then that's their open door to jump in you. And that's what happened with that Ronnie Dufay. You know, he was seeing that this other child was, 
you know, being attacked by this evil spirit. And he said, no, don't do that to him. Do it to me instead. Next thing you know, you know, everything was quiet. And a couple of weeks later, he ends up killing his guy and says, the devil made me do it. You know, is that real? Where is that fake? I don't know. I mean, there's so much speculation, so much that goes with that. I mean, you have to you have to read both sides of the stories to really get a clear picture. And it's just messed up. Uh, it's just messed up. Yeah. Now, like we, I won't mess with the Ouija board. I collect them. They're cold. I won't play with them though, because even though I know how to open them and close them. You can, that's giving something evil permission to enter your space. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. You know, you have to be 21 years old to drink a beer, but Milton Bradley says it's okay to be eight years old and conjure a demon. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, they right. used to sell those in Kmart, for Christ's sakes. I mean, oh, yeah. I think that's where I got the, my first one. No, it's in heels. Yeah. Wow. So they started as like this child's toy, and or at least they were sold as a child's toy when really they could be letting the devil all up in their business, pretty much. Is right. That's that's messed up. I'm suing their asses. That's it. I'm suing the Ouija company. I'm suing them. There's a thing on there that says, use it your own risk. You buy it, you play with it, it's your fault. Hmm. But when you buy it and you play with it, that's giving it permission. You just gave something evil permission to come up and all your shit. You said, here you go. Here's the key to my house. Have at it. Yeah. So, that's why I tell people all the time, if you don't know what you're doing, don't do this. Don't play with this. I mean, don't don't go ghost hunting. Don't don't do it until you know what the hell you're doing. Because if yeah. you don't, you are giving something permission to do something to you. You know, it may not be a demon. It's right one of his underlings. But still, it's still something evil. It's still something negative. And it's going to have a profound effect on you and your family and everything that you do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Kind of like Bigfoot hunting. You don't want to send some retard out there that doesn't know how to beat Bigfoot hunt. Here you go. I'm going to put you in this cave where I think this Bigfoot is. By the way, I'm going to spray this freaking ape pheromone on you. Good luck with that, buddy. Now wait, because I've sent Bill Rigby and Shane Spencer out into the woods before. That's all I'm saying. That, 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 that's all I'm going to say about that right there. But um, that's all I got to say about that. Really? I don't know how to Bigfoot hunt. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I think there's one near my house. Am I going to go look for it? No. Absolutely not. Because I don't know what to do with it once I catch it. <laughs> okay, if you were to meet a Bigfoot, like, if you were to see one and it started walking towards you, like, would you stay and wait to see what happens or what other thing would you might do? 
Well, first thing I'm going to do is number one, I'm going to shit my pants, and I'm probably going to be, I'm probably going to be so terrified and probably going to be stuck there. So I'm not going to have any choice of whether to sit down to see what's going to do or not because I'm going to be frozen. I'm going to be like, I got poop in my pants and I can't move. That's what's going to happen. I'm not lying. <laughs> I will. I I need to get you to Ohio to my Bigfoot spot, and if anything happens, I'll take the hit. I'll 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 charge at. I'll I'll run at it while you run back to the car. But I need to get. Yeah, I need to get you out to my area. I'll take the hit if some bad shit goes down. Listen, when I was little, so where our house was, um. There's Keystone Dam. It's on Route 10 in the middle of Rural Valley, Elderton area, 422. Great big, humongous man-made dam that made it back in the 30s or whatever. Well, there's not a whole big, long population there. So it's pretty sparsely populated. And when I was little, I was like eight years old, um, we heard this noise. I have no clue what it was. But my mom, my, me, my sisters, and the neighbor was hunting the road. And he came running down. And he stayed at our house until my dad came. Well, the next day, it was a big old white farmhouse, okay, that I lived in. And there was the front door and then there was the side porch. And my window was right where the steps were at for this side porch. The next day, something over in the middle of the night scared the living shit out of me because it sounded like something banged on the side of the house. And it ripped the screen out of the window right where my bed was. Mm -hmm. And when we got up the next morning, my dad looked at me and it looked like there was a great big humongous hand something that like raked its fingers down the side of the house. Mm -hmm. And I was like... Son of a gun. Um, I didn't know what it was. Of course, the one neighbor, Bill Miller, said, I thought it was a bear. And they called the fishing game and wildlife people out and they came and looked at it. And the one guy, I can remember him saying, That is no bear. But Bruce Detweiler, who heard that noise the night before, was there. And he, and he said, I think it's a Bigfoot. Because it did, it looked like a big muddy handprint from like a human, but it was huge. I mean, this handprint was like humongous, mm -hmm. and that scared the living shit out of me. So, I mean, no, no, I can't want a big foot because anything that left that handprint and ripped the screen out of that old window, I mean, had to have been pretty strong, you know? Yeah. Because you didn't even hardly get that that screen to move in that window because it was so old. How old but were you guys? Right out. I was like eight years old. And that's scary. Oh. That's super. Yeah. Yeah, my mom still talks about it. She's like, remember when the Bigfoot tried to rip down the house? <laughs> I was like, yeah, mom. I was like, we don't want to talk about that. Oh. But yeah. But Keystone Dam is it's it is pretty creepy. Um, there's a lot of Native American history there though too. Like there was a Native American burial ground that they 
flooded. Plus, mm -hmm. when they flooded that that to make that town, there was or that dam, there were two little towns there. And you know they never moved the cemeteries. They just flooded them. Mm -hmm. So everybody says that Keystone Lake is is um, cursed, and I would kind of have to agree. There's a lot of crazy shit happens around there. Mm -hmm. That's like up here, um, the Kinzu Dam. They flooded it, and there is the town Kinzu and Corydon, and they were moving cemeteries and houses, and um, they uh, the treaty that was broken um, by Chief Corn Planner. Um, the land was taken and, uh, they totally, um, like, like flooded stuff. And the, supposedly this is what was said that like the land is cursed now, like the Indians put a curse on it. Hey, why is that Mike? Why, why is Bigfoot and the Indian stuff like, why does it like coincide all the time? Okay. So I actually looked into that once. Now, in Missouri, they had, um, it's called the Missouri Momo. That's their name for Bigfoot in this certain part of Missouri. Yeah. And this Native American tribe would actually go out and chant to it. And they would replicate the sounds that it made. Mm -hmm. Well, then I found out that a lot of other tribes, like, did the exact same thing. Really? Bill Rigby calling me in the middle of a podcast. So, um, yeah, a lot of these other tribes would go out and uh, they, they would do the same thing. They would chant to it. They would mimic the sounds it made. So they were kind of, sort of like the original Bigfoot hunters, I guess. But... Yeah. <clears throat> the reason for being around the tribes, I think, is that when the tribes are out there, the English wasn't. We didn't have Columbus, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, I-77. So they could move around, and I think they were around the tribes more as a... Um, a curiosity piece like let's watch the like we were or the native americans were their tv that was their saturday night live like watching humans and i i think it was an entertainment aspect and that drew them in but also they were always cooking they were always killing shit so they were always leaving gut piles food in the woods and Native Americans, I, I'm not saying this to be mean, but probably lost more animals than they, like, they would shoot them with an arrow, wound it, get a bad shot, because they had horrible equipment back then. Not that they were shitty archers, they were damn good archers, given the equipment they had. But yeah. it was low power. It was, and I think they lost a lot of animals, and so a lot of predators moved in around them. Just like they, uh, I listened to a because I love to study coyotes, 
and they think that we brought coyotes with us across Beringia as hunting dogs, but they weren't your traditional hunting dogs. It was like they hunted and we chased them to chase the game that they're hunting kind of deal. So I, I think it would be something along that line that Bigfoot's not hunting us, but they're running around killing woolly mammoths. They're calling. They're killing these uh, woods bison. They're killing some big damn animals. Well, if that animal gets lost, that's a big damn meal. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think it was just a predatorial thing to follow humans. Makes I sense. mean, I would do that. Like it. If I was lost in the middle of the woods, haven't ate for a week, and a ho-ho truck goes by, I'm chasing that motherfucker down. Because when he stops, I'm grabbing a box and out. I'm, you know, I'm getting my, my uh, Twinkies, and I'm running for it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would love to go look for Bigfoot. But I'm not going to go out there by myself. You know what I mean? No, I'm not going to do it myself. Right. I have no idea what I'm doing. You no, know? And that's why I try to tell people. That's why I do what I do. You know, I take people with me. I tell them how to do this. You know, mm -hmm. what to do when you get in that situation. I mean, if I very rarely get scared anymore. But if you see me, if you see me power walking in the other direction, you better be behind me. Because okay. that means... I'm very comfortable, and and if Angel's uncomfortable, it's not cool. Yeah. I would go. I, I'd, 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 I'd come out to Pennsylvania, come find a place that's close to Tara and you, and yeah, all of us go. I'd do it. I'd uh, make a pizza trip for that. It doesn't have to be my area. It's just my area. I... Shane and I have for three years, well, two years together, I've been going to our area for several years, just as he has, and we've kind of started to pick apart the pattern of where they might be kind of thing, so... Like, if I came to your area, I'd be coming into it blind. I wouldn't have a history to know where that perfect spot to set for this time of year is. But it's also something that that's fun for me is the, okay, this is the area I'm going to. Let's look at reports. Let's find the active areas. Let's start pinpointing. Okay, so we're going to go at. And then we would go see if that guess was right. And if it was, money. If I'm wrong, well, they're just not out there that night. But the area was, and I was correct. So. <laughs> well, see, now, see, I'd be more willing to come to your area that you know. I'll stop and pick up town. Um, road trip. <laughs> but, um. I'd rather go where you know where you're going because, number one, I'm high maintenance and I like to warm shower and I don't want to be lost and I'm not going to chase down a host truck. <laughs> Bray, gotcha. Come on out. I mean, now, there's particular areas in my area where 
even Shane Spencer, who I've never seen get nervous in the woods, did not want to be there. There's one of those places I've been that is like, mm, I think we should leave. I don't want to be here. But then we've got this one area, which is my favorite area, and it starts getting active about late April, early May, and it'll shut off around September. But it is um, it is my spot. It, it's my, it's just something about that. I've never got nervous there. It, it's a great, it's a great place. Mm -hmm. Why the uh, hell would you want to move back to PA? They never have internet service anytime I'm there. Never. I G spot in my town. Otherwise, okay, it's fine. Move to where Tara lives. She's got the only town in PA worth being at. So, <laughs> well, I yeah, I've had lots of Bigfoot reports lately in my area. I'm super excited about it. You've been doing some investigations. That's awesome. Yeah, I love watching those videos of the one that you showed. Of course, you didn't show all of them or very many. You kind of keep your stuff secret and that's bullshit but you know i'm just throwing it. i'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying that it's okay if you don't want to share information even though i give you all of my spots detailed gps locations everything and you don't want to give me any it, no it's okay i get it that it's a one-way street with you when it comes to bigfoot that's all right that's all right that's all right Thank i've got you. a place for you to go with angel that's okay. Bring Angel into this. <laughs> no. Well, um, listen, I mean, I grew up in the country. You know, I'm a country girl. <coughs> I, I love the I love go hunt. I love to go hunting. I love to go fishing. You know, I love the dirt. Never hurt anybody. But I'm more comfortable with the paranormal instead of going for a big hairy animal. See, you're just weird because you want to go after something that you can't combat. You can't fight back. You can't swing on. You can't pee down its leg. Nothing. You're just nuts. That's all it is. So when Tara goes back to the asylum, she needs to just take you, take, take you with her. When they catch up to her, just say, ghost chick, help me escape. Bring her too. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's it. Pink glitter straight jacket. <laughs> yes. We will roll that place. <laughs> we will. I can just see it now. You're not about to invent. Get off my light. Hi, Sassy. No. 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 So, so, uh, no. No. Experiences. Hello. I swear to God. You have no concept of personal space whatsoever. <laughs> Fuck my life. Um, I mean, really, what what scares you so bad about ghosts, though, Mike? <laughs> I guess... Can I personal space? 
personal space. <sighs> I guess because, okay, growing up, my... <clears throat> Get off me! I was my mom for a bit, because my mom grew up Southern Baptist. So we were not allowed to have horror movies in the house whatsoever. None. So when I would go to my buddies and whatnot, every chance I got, it was Friday the 13th, it was this, it was um, anything that was out at the time. And I forgot, what the hell movie? Oh, uh, we watched Poltergeist one night. And where the little girl got sucked into the uh, TV. And yeah, and I'm like, fuck that. Because that just, no, 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 no. I want something I can see. There's something. Jason and Freddie and, you know, all those. Those didn't scare me. Poltergeist scared the shit out of me because I knew. Being the kind of person I was, that shit can really happen, you know. Yeah, a, a noisy ghost, but like, yeah, Jason. You know, just a killer. You shoot him and he's dead. Whoopity do. Like that's how my brain back then. It's like, well, I got a shotgun. Bring it on, Freddy Krueger. I don't care. But when you go into ghost stuff, and then you start reading uh, things like books about like, okay, this movie was made off of this event and this is what actually happened and you're like, oh shit, that was real? I mean, no. No. No, I don't do cemeteries. I use them as parking lots and I hike the hell on. I, I don't hang out there. I just park at them and, and I use those points to get into the woods as access points. Um, I, I just don't like the fact that it's something like, it's like Bigfoot and, okay, let's say Bigfoot actually could jump through portals. Then I'm chasing Loch Ness. I'm moving to Scotland because there's no point in me chasing an animal that can jump into a third dimension that I can't enter. What's the point? What's the point of chasing that? I'll never be able to catch it. I can't enter that third dimension. So if that's true for Bigfoot, I'm going to Dogman. I'll go chase in Walkers. I'll go look for Chupacabra. I'll go look for long centipedes. I'll I'll change the any the Loveland Fog, um, Charles Mill Swamp Monster, Mothman. If it can change the dimension, there's no point in me ever chasing it. And ghosts, I, I, I'm, I'm, I like the idea of the hunt. Don't get me wrong. I'm interested that one time I would like to do it, but I'm just scared of the outcome because it's the unknown. <laughs> I've never been there, done that. That's it's an, a new territory and that scares the shit out of me. Your snout looks like it's bigger than my face. Would you get the hell out of the camera? Get off my headphone cord. You're about to meet a goat. You're about to meet Jesus. Yeah, he's a chicken shit. <laughs> chicken shit. Okay, tell me. Uh, I'm giving love. Well, see, but so, so I'm 
up against, I can't you know, the big Bill Rigby did. You asshole. Ooh, Debbie and Patty, take me with you. But Angel, like, I didn't think you heard me earlier. Mike was being loud. Um, but what, is, what is your most memorable, like, when you think about when people say, tell me a story? What's the one that comes up? I don't know because it always changes. The more I do it, the more the more stories I get, and then what's my most? See, I don't know. I like the scariest one or the one that like really hits me front and center. I don't. I don't. I don't know because I mean it's always changing. You know, I find more and more ghosts and, and everyone is, is a different experience and a different, yeah. you know, a different feeling with each, each one of them. Um, they're probably the one that, that always like defines like me as what I can do and what I see and what made me mm -hmm. um, would be the one when I went to the Baker Mansion where I was, I was on a field trip for school. Yeah. I was in third grade. Melon Carney was my teacher. And it was the worst day of my life because we go to this place and I'm on a field trip and I'm thinking that, you know, I'm going to have a good day. And that's like one of the things that really kills me sometimes is I, I don't I go to these weird places thinking that nothing's going to happen. It always happens. But um, that day, you know, we're supposed to go in and we're supposed to be with our little friends and everything. And they want me to go into this room. And I'm the only one who can see this mean lady standing in the corner. Mm -hmm. And they want me to go over and sit in front of her. And I'm like, no, you go sit in front of her because she's not nice. I'm not sitting there. I'm not going in that room. Leave me alone. I'm not doing it. And my teacher, you know, I'm just little. She grabbed me by my little arm and twisted it around and stuck me on the bus for the rest of the day. And then I got a lick when I went home because I was bad on the field trip. No, I wasn't bad on the field trip. There was a freaking ghost in that room and she was looking at me like she was going to fucking eat me for lunch. And I wasn't going near her. And now I got punished for it because, oh, you, yeah, who's going to see her, but I can't. And yeah. So, I had to like learn a different way of expressing what I saw, what I felt, what what I could do that other people couldn't do. So I wouldn't get in trouble anymore because nobody believed me for the longest time. But, I mean, the one that scared the shit out of me was just a couple of years ago. And we had gone on vacation. You know, the only thing I took with me, I had my necrophonic, I had my spirit box. And a K2 meter. Never leave home without them. But we had gone out west. We had gone to the Crazy Horse monument that's being, you know, erected out there and being carved. But they have this really, really awesome, beautiful museum out there. It's full of all this Native American stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm like Mike. I love history. I love to read. You know, it is like my 
my thing. I mean, you can see all my books behind me. Yeah, I have read all those books. Um, and they're all history books, most of them. And I love that kind of shit. So it's just like this big museum full of information, and I just want to read. And they had this breastplate, you know, that they wear when they were doing their ceremonies and stuff. And I was reading about how they would put these things together. And my glasses, I can't see anything if I, I don't have them on to read or anything. So I had to put my glasses on. But I can't walk with these things on. So I have to take them off to walk and get around. Mm -hmm. So I put them on and I'm like reading and I'm like, oh man, this is some cool shit. No, I never knew that they, you know, they skin these animals and then the fat comes up to the top and they would roll it into like these long pieces and cut them and they would make like their beads out of them. And most of it was made out of that and out of bone and all this. And I was like, that is really interesting. And I'm, I could see somebody stand beside me, but I didn't know. I thought it was my husband. And I, I looked over and it's just like all blurry. So I'm like this. And I was like, yes, did you see that? that? But it wasn't him. It was, it was a ghost. It was this old Indian man. And he was like four and a half feet tall. He's like all hunched over. And he's got like one snaggle tooth right here. This cock eye. And he's looking at me and he's smiling. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it totally threw me off my game because I'm on vacation. I'm not ghost hunting. I am on vacation. I'm not doing ghosts right now. He's on vacation. <laughs> and that's all I could think. And he's looking at me and smiling. And I'm like stuck there. And I'm like, what do I do? And he keeps putting his hands out to me. Like he wants to touch me. And I kept going like this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like halfway backwards, you know, with my arms behind me. And I'm looking around to see if anybody else can see me or see what's going on. And I'm like pretty much in this room by myself. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And when I look back, there were two more, two more behind him. And they were really good looking too. The so one long hair and it was like over his shoulder. And I'm like, well, damn. And he's like this. Like he wanted to tell me a secret. And I'm like, if you're that good looking, of course I want to hear what you're going to tell me. Yeah. I don't know. This man comes over. And he's like six and a half feet tall. I'm five, three on a good day. He comes over and slaps me right across my chest as hard as he can. And held me back and went like this. Didn't say a fucking word to me. Just did that. I look back and they're gone. I took off. I ran down this hallway, ran right into the back of my husband. I'm like bawling. Like tears are coming out of my, my eyes. Sweat's pouring off my head. And he's like, what? What? I'm like, there's, I'm like, I, and I couldn't even talk. I was scared to death. I was yeah. never so scared in my life. And I like bolted out of there. And the guy that hit me, I mean, I'm like, he stopped me. And my husband was like, what? I'm like, I'm like, they were, I'm like, they were trying to touch me. I'm like, and he stopped me. And I'm like crying. And Mark's like, what's going on with you? I left. And when I looked at that museum, I ran across the parking lot, 
stood over by my car and I'm like chain smoking over there. <laughs> and the guy that stopped me came out, me, out of the museum and just standing there. And this dude was Native American, was real tall, had the black, black hair, had the real high cheekbones and everything. You know, and he just stood there and watched me and you know the rest of the people that I was with came out and we got in my car and we left. And he turned around as we were driving out and watched him turn around and back in the middle. Wow. I don't know what that meant. I don't know. I don't know why they wanted to touch me, but then I called my friend and she's Native American. She lives in Canada and she's a psychic. And she's like, oh my God, Angel. So she called somebody else. We're on this three-way call and, she, and I told them what happened. And he's he's a Native American. And he's like, they were trying to get you. They were trying to get you to cross over to their road. He's like, they were trying to take you. He's like, you didn't touch them, did you? I'm like, no. He's like, don't let them touch you like that. I was like, okay. I'm like, well, I didn't let them touch touch me not at all but i mean that, that was the worst like thing that ever happened to me because something in me told me that it was bad and i do but i was like stuck i was like i couldn't move i couldn't talk i couldn't breathe all i could do was stand there and be terrified and when i did finally get loose i mean i was just i mean i was like ugly crying like boogers coming out my nose and everything because I was, I was just that scared, and I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no clue. Well, it still is... doesn't make any sense to me, and I'm like, stay the fuck out of South Dakota. <laughs> well, I'm about ready to wrap up here. If there's anything else you want to add on for advice. No. No, I don't have anything. You're good. Angel, well, you have I think we all need to get together sometime. We'll go Bigfoot hunting. Take yeah. like ghost hunting. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, one thing I would throw out there is, Angel, how can people find you? Yeah. How can they find me? You can find me on my Facebook page. Um, it's Ghost Chick with a C, not a K. Um, of course, I have to be difficult. You can find me on there. Get a hold of me. Um, you can always catch me through Bill Rigby. He'll, he'll get you in touch with me. Um, but yeah, mostly Facebook. Yeah. I do house calls. If oh, you're uncomfortable okay. in your house and you think there's something wrong with it, I go check it out. I don't I even charge people. I just, I just come That's help people. That is awesome. Well, thank you for being here tonight. Well, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed myself. Good. Yeah. Mike, are we going to do the introduction or no? I don't even have, I don't think I have it uploaded to this yet. Do I have it uploaded to this? Because this is a new one. We left Restream or StreamYard and we went to, the hell are we on? Streamlabs. Yes, Streamlabs. Yeah, I don't think I have it added yet. I haven't really played with this yet. That's why I couldn't add you guys earlier. Cause, and now that it's live, there's like 87 more buttons to play with, and I have no idea what the what to do with any of them. So, 
So yeah, I, I actually don't have the introduction downloaded yet. I need to add it. Okay. All right. Well, sorry, everybody. They can get a hold of me through Mike or you, Tara. Yeah. You, know, you guys know how to get a hold of me. I love hunting, ghost hunting with angels. Awesome. Loved it. She can tell you how excited I kept getting. She can tell you. It was a good night. I liked it. It was fun. It was, it was great. All right, everyone. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining, and you guys have a wonderful night. Keep it creepy. Right. And screen.